the studios of WFAN. This is Mike Zahn, Francesca on the fan on this holiday Monday. We'll be with you right up until regular time, uh, 6.30 this evening. Uh, thanks to the Nets, we'll move their game over to the stream so you can get the Nets action there in about 20 minutes or so. So they will be there. We will be here. And obviously, it's going to be a one-trick pony today. Um, let me set it up this way. You've already had hours of it, I know. But let me just say this. This is going to be a very hard one for the league to live down. This is one that the NFL can't run and hide from. And this is one that will have enormous impact going forward. It will change the way the game is officiated, reviewed, challenged. You can take that to the bank. There are certain plays that just don't stand. You can go back through NFL history and find them. This is a non-call of such enormous error that it will, it will foster change in the system. I, it's not change I really want, but it's change that there's no way now to, to overcome. Now, before I get to any of that, just let me make this point about Sean Payton because Sean had a very uneven postseason. He messed up the end of the game against the Eagles. It almost cost him in that game. If it wasn't for a, a missed ball, it might have cost him that week. That's how bad he was down the stretch of that game. In this game, whether it was his fascination with taking Breeze out of the game, which every time he did it yesterday, it almost cost him dearly. It never helped, and it almost cost him dearly on every play. To his utterly, oh, my God, decision to throw the ball when they when Ted Ginn came down with the ball and they went to the two minute warning I said the Rams realized they have virtually no chance to win this game they only had two timeouts they didn't have three they only had two which meant the best, the best the Rams could hope for. As Ginn comes down with the ball, and now it is first and 10 on the Ram 13 with a 158 left, which means Saints run it. We'll see where the run takes them. I even thought the Rams might let them score. Saints run it again. The Saints might run it a third time if they don't get a first down, which would then allow them to take it down to the last four seconds or score a touchdown, which I thought was a most likely possibility there. They would have been kicking the ball back based on how you want to legislate how long it took them to call the two timeouts and how long it took them to reset the clock and run the play. Somewhere around 48 seconds with the ball, no timeouts, down three. That's the worst case scenario the Saints could have had. Kicking off somewhere 50, 48 seconds do the work the way you want, how long it's going to take each play to be run, how long it's going to take them to call timeout, how long it's going to take them to set up the clock. Do they, take it, uh, do they back the last one up if they aren't 
close enough to get a first down? Are they backing the last one up, taking all the way to the end of the play clock? Bottom line is somewhere between 48 and 52 seconds. Give or take a second. No timeouts. Down three. Instead, for some unfathomable reason, he throws it on first down, which now changes everything, which means he now has to attack the end zone. So on third down, he runs a wheel. Now, he has had a bad game. He's had a bad game. Breeze has had a bad game. He has had a bad game. They didn't finish him off in the first half when they should have. Going to the trick plays did not work. Almost resulted in a fumble. Resulted in, almost resulted in a fumble. Breeze was not overly sharp. He hit the big plate again. Now he's got the game completely in control like he did the week before, and they take that out of their hands by throwing it for an incompletion on first down. Now they have to attack. So on third down, he runs the wheel. He's got the guy for a touchdown. The deep back, Roby Coleman says, hey, I was beat. It was over. I was just trying to stop the touchdown. So I figured, hey, I got to get a penalty. I'm just throwing myself in there, break the play up, do whatever I could. I knew I couldn't defend the play. I just tried to commit a penalty to keep him from scoring a touchdown. And for some amazing reason, which none of us will ever understand, there is not a flag called on a play where who cares if there's helmet to helmet or not? It's... It is textbook 100% ball in the air. Defender creams the receiver. Gets there before the ball ever arrives. It is textbook pass interference. It isn't even a debatable call. It is the most obvious call in the history of football. No call. Now you have changed the entire game because it would have been first down, no timeouts. Saints are either going to run it into the end zone if they let them or they're going to take the ball down to the final seconds and kick an extra point and go off the field. Either way, the game's over, except there's no call there. That's where if you are an official, if you are the referee, you have got to step in and take control of your, of your group there because you are staring at a play that will live in infamy, which will ruin your career as a referee and will cause everybody, it'll cause the guy who didn't make the call to be investigated and probably fired. He's probably already been investigated by the league and the FBI in this world we live in now because you have gambling sites giving money back as refunds because of the outrageous nature of the call, which is smart business on their part. Giving Saints players their money back because of the egregious nature of the call. Think about that. Think about where we're headed into this new world of state-mandated gambling, where you already have a site that is giving the money back to the Saint betters because of the outrageous nature of how they were basically robbed. So they are overcoming something that the NFL could not overcome. 
or would not overcome. So now, what's logic in this? What's logic with this in front of the competition committee? We have got to have a mechanism where somebody in NFL headquarters or the game official or the, quarter, or the head coach have an ability to say, guys, you need to look at this play. Now, I have never been a proponent of keep the challenge system and allow them to challenge any play of any kind, call, non-call, flag, non-flag. But yesterday will change all that. Because in this world we live in now, where, and I'm not going to give the official's name. I gave you the referee's name who ran the group and who said to the pool reporter that it was a judgment call and he wasn't even sure what call they were talking about. If you were the referee of that game and you didn't realize you had a problem on your hands and that is your honest statement, you should be fired. You should never have another jersey, whether you exchange them with players before the game, which should be an outrageous thing to begin with. No way should an official be exchanging jerseys with a player before a game. That's such a bad thing to do, number one. Number two, they have to stay distant from the players. Number two, you are completely clueless. You don't deserve to be on that field or have a whistle if you're going to make your statement to a pool reporter. I don't know what play you're alluding to at the end of the game, not knowing you were sitting on one of the great controversies in NFL history. As this play happened, everyone who had a clue about the NFL knew you were looking at a play that was going to change the face of the NFL in terms of how these games are officiated. They have to have a mechanism to correct this kind of egregious error. Because you got Riveron sitting over there saying, oh my God, what do you think they were saying in that room? What the heck are we going to do now? We got a call here that America is saying, are you serious? They don't let you talk to the officials. You can talk to a 20-year-old player after he drops a ball or fumbles a ball and put him on national TV in tears, but you're not allowed to talk to an official who blows a play like that. No, you get a pool reporter who goes to a clueless referee who says, I don't even know what play you're alluding to. If I was a pool reporter, I would say, you really want me to give you that? As the, You want that to be your answer? You didn't see that you had a problem on your hand? You didn't huddle up with your officials and say, we got a problem on our hand here when you saw that play on the scoreboard? When you saw a play that was not 50%, but 100 out of 100%, not even a level of even discussion, even the player involved said, I was trying to foul him. That's the only recourse I had was he was going to have a walk-in touchdown. I tried to foul him. I had no other recourse was to leave the ball in the field. Otherwise, it was a touchdown. Game was over. So he admitted he tried to foul him. So you know 
Vinovich is being completely disingenuous because he can't be that stupid. And you know that you're talking about a game watched by millions and millions of people. And now in a sport where the league is involved in the gambling and the bookmaking of these sports, you cannot not fix that kind of error because the first thing people said to me today is, how much you think that official bet on the game? How would anybody not allow that to be a reasonable question when on, on that kind of call? How could you have a call like that in front of you and not make it and anyone explain to you that you were a trained official? Corruption has to be at the top of your list. What else could be? Nobody could be that bad. So the league has a crisis. Give the Rams credit. Yes, the Saints got the ball back, but the Saints, any way you slice this, don't tell me about NFL apologists. Tell me about, oh, it really matters what the Saints did in the first quarter. No, it doesn't. Does it matter what happened to the Pats in the first quarter when the Chiefs came back and took the lead in the fourth quarter? What about the Pat-blown lead? That doesn't have anything to do with this. What it has to do with was the game was over if the call was correct. And everyone in America saw them blow a call that could not be blown. He hit him a forearm shiver and knocked him out of bounds before the ball got there. That wasn't person that wasn't pass interference. That was five to ten for assault. He killed them. How could you be on the field as an official and not throw a flag on that play? And I predicted to anyone I talked to, I said, watch the first play that the that the Saints throw the ball more than ten yards. If it's not caught, there will be a flag on the field. And there was, but it doesn't make up for what happened. Because you can't automatically give the Saints a score, and they wound up throwing an interception. They gave them their interference call. But it wasn't enough to fix this. And this has nothing to do with the Rams. Yes, they got away with a call. This is not about the Rams. This is not about... Their play, their brilliant field goal kicker, their coach who did a brilliant job, not about anything to do with that. It's about the mess the league has now in its lap that it can't fix. And you can't today, as somebody put out this morning, well, the commissioner can overturn this. He cannot. When they walk off the field, the game's over. They They don't have a mechanism to fix that. You can't put these guys back on the field and start over. There's no way to fix that. That's why it has to be correctable, and that's why there will never be another game where that kind of egregious error is not correctable. So I've seen the last game that penalties are not challengeable. They will be challengeable next year. Because the league in this climate and in this world 
where they want everybody down the corner store to bet on the NFL. And they want to create gamblers by the truckload. Can you have a time when your sport in front of the biggest audience it has had all year and the biggest one it will have except on Super Sunday, have a call that the league looks either completely incompetent or corrupt? And that's what you have today. And that's why when you have a head, you have a referee who you say, judgment call, what? That's why they made sure they talked to Sean before he went to the podium saying, Sean, listen, you're a part of us. Sean, listen, you're part of the competition committee. I understand what's going through your head. Don't lay us for dead here. So they talked to him. I heard they talked to him twice before he got to the podium and apologized. What is that worth to those Saint players who are never going to get that game back? Drew Brees might never be in that position again. Lives change because of that. So the only answer is something I've never been a fan of, but it will happen, and that is there will be a correctable, correctable, Mechanism for what Vinovich called a judgment call, but we all know was one of the, if not the, worst single officiated call in the history of professional sports. We can go list all the, all the big mishaps from Mike Renfro in 1979 all the way down the line. With this one, there's nothing the league can say. You don't even have the Rams trying to defend the play. All they said was, what do you want us to say? I want to apologize for the call. We're not going to do that. I wouldn't either. And give the kid credit. He said, listen, I tried to foul him. It's the only thing I could do. Was I expecting a flag? Heck yeah, I was trying to commit a penalty. He admitted he was trying to commit a penalty. It not only will mar what has been the test. The NFL has been spiraling in this, in this direction the entire season. Their officiating has gotten so lax and so poor. So lax and so poor. There are two guys there who missed this call. It is insane. I'd love to have them on the show and tell me, you are less than 10 feet from that play. How can you miss that? And that there's no there's no meeting, there's no there's no guys who get together and say, guys, listen, here we are. We are in a bad place here. We gotta drop a flag. Instead, you cost one team the game and sent the other team to the Super Bowl. And this will not go away. Will never go away.
And that's why it will completely change the sport. You can take it to the bank. And I'm not in favor of all that stuff. It's going gonna, it's gonna to slow the game down. I wouldn't give them, I think the first mechanism will be not to give them extra challenges, but you will be allowed to challenge any call on the field. There'll be nothing that is not part of the game in the mechanism and nothing that they cannot correct. They're also going to put a, you watch, they will put a amendment in the game calling that if the league office feels that there has been such an egregious error of officiating that they have the right to correct it from their offices. You watch. That will be a footnote that will be there only their last quarter last resort where we have to use it at the last moment, where someone's out of challenges, where we're not in a position to do anything, and we can't allow it to stand. They'll have some mechanism put in for that. They alibied their way through the bad game. They conned everybody with that one. Everyone knew they were full of baloney when they came up with their excuse on that one. They've been heading down for this for the last two years. They've been heading in this direction. Their officiating has gotten worse and worse and worse and more lax and more lax. They've hired bad referees. They've ushered new people into who are not trained. The league is a terrible, terrible process in terms of grooming and teaching officials. They have been completely lax at it, and now they pay the penalty. Their league is mortified. They sent the wrong team to the Super Bowl. And listen, do I feel bad for the Saints? Hey, Sean made his own bed. He allowed one play to to take the game away from him. That was his problem. He screwed up. He made other mistakes. But anybody tells you that that play... That call should not have been passed interference. They don't know what they're talking about, and that ends that game. Even Sean couldn't screw that up, and he'd been screwing things up lately in the playoffs. But you have a kid who was at least honest enough to say, listen, I was trying to commit a foul. That's the only way I could extend it where they didn't score. I, I got there. I, I was trying to get there and break the play up. I had no other way. They were going to score a touchdown. Give him credit for being honest. He's the only one who was.